0: You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. And sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13! I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain you're welcome i'm ben i am fraser fraser like razor Hello. Aye. Aye, you alright. Aye. Yeah, I'm okay. How are you? Yeah. What have you been doing? What's <laughs> this sleepy little sleeperson Look, been doing? I'm tired. Ben's <laughs> had a real day today. How late were you for brunch today? 45 minutes. <laughs> Look, I I gave you advance warning to push it back 30 minutes and then I was 15 minutes <laughs> I'm tired. I've been up a mountain. Oh, yeah. I've here we been, go. I've been at 11,000 square feet. Square feet? 11,000 feet? It's definitely not square, square feet. feet. That's a big house. <laughs> 11,000 feet. I was skiing this weekend. Have I heard of it? So this weekend, I... <gasps> Here is the magical thing about living living in California. <laughs> <laughs> if you say you could just, I literally we just did an episode where you said these exact words, so you need to say something different. Okay, so we drove. I was my with my friend Jay. We drove up to Mammoth, four and a half hours, and we went skiing for one day, and it was amazing because we've had so much rain here. What rain down here means snow <laughs> up snow up there. Snow up there. <laughs> we stayed in a motel sick, tried to keep it cheap. We only stayed the Friday night, and we drove back Saturday night. Question for you. Super Bowl weekend, guess how much the utterly crap Motel 6 in Mammoth costs for one night last night, the Saturday night of Super Bowl weekend? Oh, $100. $500. At Motel 6? At Motel 6. Why would you watch the Super Bowl in Mammoth? I think people are just up there to, like, ski, and then they get off the slopes and watch... Fraser, I'm not gonna explain ski culture to you. Okay? Well, it's a real cross-section of things you love, which is ski culture and uh, football culture. And football culture and hotel culture. So anyway, that was my that was my trip to Mammoth, and now I feel like I am jet lagged. But it's because I'm at a different elevation. That was my ski weekend. What have you been doing? Got a PlayStation. <laughs> I've just been spending the weekend with a certain certain Someone you might be familiar with She's a lady She likes to go out and raid a few little tombs here and there Lara? Me and Lara, you has, been with Lara? Me and Miss Croft have been spending the weekend together <laughs> Yeah, no, I got a, I got a PlayStation 5 and I immediately downloaded Five or six? Five Okay I don't know if there is a PlayStation 6 I don't know <laughs> Why are you instantly trying to ma- ask me if I've got the inferior product that you do not know anything about? <laughs> <laughs> uh! Got it. So yes, I instantly bought a bundle of the 2000s uh, Tomb Raider games that came out. And I've been playing on the, the first one of them all weekend. You've been doing your games. I have been. It's been wonderful. I went to see Kate Berlant this week. Comedian Kate Berlant. How was she? It was fantastic. It's one of those annoying things where all the LA gays are, keep posting like, Run, don't walk to see Kate Berlant. And it's like, I don't shut up. And then you go see it. You know, it's really good. And now here she is saying, go on, say it. Uh, walk. I just don't know, I want those exact words. Run, <laughs> don't walk. Did I get the wrong way right? No, I just want you to say it. Run, don't walk to Cape Berlant. I have to tell you something. I went for a hike yesterday and I was in Griffith Park and I saw a woman <laughs> I saw a woman literally hugging a tree. Oh like the phrase a tree, tree hugger. hugger. Yeah. She was truly just hugging a tree. And I will say, she looked so happy. She had a big smile on her face and she was hugging this tree. So yeah, that's just one little piece of information for you there. Shall we do some feedback? Sure. So Ben's campaign of bullying has, you know, bared some fruit. It turns out PSA, bullying works, everyone, okay? (laughs) So we have had some reviews. Please review us on Apple Podcasts. 10 out of 10 from Walter Boy in Cannes. I think it's Canada. It is. Gran Canaria? Ah! Cannes Film Festival? Oh, it actually says via Apple Podcasts Canada. (laughs) Five stars, correct. Annie said 10 out of 10, also correct. Love these guys. The deep dive and Totally Scott Lee is next level deranged. Again? We are a big fan of review that gives us a great review and also just <laughs> ne- needles us needles us a little bit. So well done on that one. So in terms of your review, I'm giving that top marks as well. I'm review- reviewing your review. New Year's resolution. This is from Belainer in Canada. I, I think I could date a hot Canadian in Vancouver who's really hot in skis. Silence. New Year's Resolution. (laughs) New Year's Resolution spelt without the, the apostrophe. Blainer, not brainer. Stop being mean to people after you've bullied them to do something nice. In the realm of sound, a treasure unseen. A podcast that plays like a dreamer's dream. Its voice like a thousand... No, its voice like a lighthouse in digital seas... Guiding through waves of the audio breeze, each episode, a crafted tale, winds of wisdom in each sail, with words that dance, leap, and sing, a symphony of, and that just cuts off. I think I think you need to look at the full review to see it, but I will say a gorgeous cold read. Okay, I'm gonna send you the full thing. Right, just start again. Okay. In the realm of sound, a treasure unseen, a podcast that plays like a dreamer redacted dream. Oh, it's- see, that's actually not. I don't understand why the redaction has happened, so you're going to have to just work around them. Oh, my God. It's voice like a lighthouse in digital seas. I love that phrase. Going through waves of the audio breeze, each episode a crafted tale, winds of wisdom in each sail, with words that dance, leap and sing, a symphony of thought they bring. Hmm. Laughter, learning, tears and joy, a spectrum of emotions they employ in every line, a hidden gem, a truth wrapped in a diadem. I don't know what that is. Hosts like old friends, wise and kind. Oh. Navigating the mazes of the mind, their banter light, yep, yeah, yet profound, no, in this sea of sound, a solid ground, stories that soar, thoughts that dive deep, In this oral journey, no need for sleep. Through the ether, their voices dance, In the podcast redacted, spell redacted, caught entranced, five stars to this unseen Oh, stars so bright, illuminating minds, bringing delight in the world of podcasts. It rains to be a master person in the digital stream. Wagon wheel, what to see? I will say I complimented you on our first run at this for a really good cold read. I will say on a second read, on a lukewarm read... You did say maybe <laughs> one in every five words completely wrong. <laughs> what did I get wrong? You were just replacing words at some I, point. Look, look, <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes things need improving. It was it was it was interesting to listen to. You were being rude about it and making noises and getting half of it wrong, which was pretty great to listen to. This was written by a bot for sure. I, I mean, t- this was written by a wonderful, a wonderful listener in, in Canada. Well, so thank you, Blayner. Thank you, Blainer. But also, Blainer, you clearly put this into what chat, GBT or whatever. It's called right, <laughs> GBT. <laughs> I'm really tired. They're I'm really been making skiing. me laugh today. I've heard from Joey at uh, the Gay Gasp on Instagram. He sent us a great picture. There is a Nando's restaurant in Texas. <gasps> so he sent a picture from the car park slash parking lot, and he said, "Is this the same Nando's as in the UK?" I zoomed in, and it is indeed. So there is a Nando's in Texas. Now we've got a reason to go to Texas. Damn it. Okay, Riley Bobiley, 22. He's not 22, Riley. Wow, 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 wow. What a welcome vacation to the minds of two horny UK lads. Ben sounds like he has a rad haircut. Would def recommend to my mum and yours? So this is our friend Riley, who also is my barber. Hi, Riley. <laughs> Thanks for doing a review, Riley. Yeah. And we also heard from Piers Broderick, not Piers Brosnan. Oh. Dr. Jones. Christmas Jones. And don't make any jokes, I've heard them all. I don't know any doctor jokes. So this is a little bit of a diversion, but we are currently covering the Ashley Simpson show on our spin-off show, You're Welcome America presents the Ashley Simpson show. I got stains on my t-shirt and I'm the biggest flirt. We're recording them a bit out of time, but we're about to record the episode where she dyes her hair brown. But I think we're still a couple of weeks out of that in real time. Yeah, that's bigger to bigger than the SNL yeah. gaff to us. <laughs> So, so Piers Brosnan says, uh, the recent Ashley episodes have finally made me realize my mistake when people talked about Ryan Cabrera. I always thought they meant Bam Margera from from Jackass. <laughs> like i'm not sure who i'm not sure who ashley would have been better with but i really like the idea that pierce broderick slash brosden has been imagining <laughs> uh, you know thanks for the intel Piers you can you can imagine it's really hard to say pierce Bros. Bro- i said it wrong the second Every time, time. yeah you can totally imagine ashley being all about jackass oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> another review i was forced into this five stars crystal will see you now it's our gal crystal more like crystal will sue you now am i right yeah congrats on her winning the law she said i was called out in air and emotionally blackmailed into giving this glowing five-star review does anybody care seriously if you want to get in touch with us first of all please rate and review us oh who can i call out this week no Uh, one uh you email us on your welcome america podcast at gmail.com you've done enough today you just take you just take a breath You've, you've been aggressive enough to everyone. <laughs> I almost got in a fight with someone skiing, by the way. Um, wh- what happened? Someone tried to cut in the line for the gondola. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was not happy. what with you say? Stuff. I, I went, oh, who are you joining? Like, as in, who are you joining in right. line? Because that's allowed. Right. And he was all like, mm, I don't know. And then he started smoking a cigar vape thing. Ugh. Cigar vape? Yeah. It was disgusting. A cigar vape. yeah, it was it was so fucking weird this this gadget he brought out Seriously no, but I need more I need more information. It was like a vape machine that he had this cigar that you plug into it and then you smoke through it. It was so weird So Ben is up first with our US topic. I know what it is because I went with you. The topic today is house of pies house of pies is a restaurant in la and they're about to open a new one but it is in los Feliz. shall i read the about on the website since 1969 house of pies has been satisfying the appetites of customers in and around los angeles california family owned and operated were known by people around the area for a delicious menu and fantastic atmosphere Customers have been returning to our coffee shop, all one word, for more than four decades. Not just because of our delicious pies, but also for our excellence in customer service. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I'll pick a few holes in some of those statements. Yeah, but, go for it. Uh-huh. But on the whole, I will say yes, it is a nice place. It is a, a diner, a pie-based diner. It is. It's pretty fun. It's very American. <laughs> well, it has a revolving sign yes. outside that just spins around saying House of Pies. I got a picture of it, not a video of it. I got a video of it, not a picture of well, it. There we go. We're that's, covered. That's why we work together. <laughs> I believe Kristen Wiig goes there on I was about to say Canadians and Canadians and Cars Getting Coffee. Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. Right. That's just a fun fact for yeah. you. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say she goes there every Tuesday. Every t- every Tuesday. <laughs> it's pretty fun inside. Yeah. Should we go through the menu? The whole menu? We're going to read everything (laughs) on the menu. I don't want to do that. (laughs) We're just going to give you some highlights. Now, we were a bit bamboozled when we arrived about what to order, weren't we? I am surprised. you I've been there a while. (laughs) I am surprised that you didn't order the club sandwich. Uh, Yeah. Well, I just think if you're in a diner, you have to get something breakfasty. Yes. What did you order? What did I order? I ordered the French toast and it came and I ordered it with eggs any style, bacon, and I think that's it. Wait, eggs, what style? Any style. All right, but what style did you choose? Scrambled. All right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just giving the options. Now, yeah, I think that's all I ordered. Now, yeah. great. And as I did ask you in the restaurant, I'm going to ask you once again what did you call French toast growing up? Eggy bread. Eggy bread. <laughs> loved a bit of eggy bread we used to do it with a fruit jam on top (gasps) so to do the savory and the sweet what so but afterwards you put a fruit jam yes so it would be you'd have it as the bread and then you would spread a layer as if you would make as if you were just having it as regular toast we'd put blackcurrant jam on the top of it which i remember when i told people that when i was younger they were like that's disgusting but obviously this country they love making breakfast things sweet so in a, in a weird twist, Laura York was ahead of her time. How was Laura making it the eggy, eggy, of, eggy of bready? I think, I I believe in a frying pan. But was it good the way she did yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. But did you not find making it growing up, right? You would whisk up the thing and then you would dunk in the bits of bread yep. and soak them. It was quite hard to get the inside. It sometimes could be a bit soggy and eggy. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, I know that we never had sliced bread growing up. Oh, my mum was very, my, mom, my parents were both very insistent that we would have loaves of bread that we that were sli- that were we would slice. With a bread knife. With a bread knife. So there was... Also, that's some thick bread. Yes. So that was really good for eggy bread because it's kind of, it gives it some real substantialness. Whereas sometimes if you try and do it with sliced bread, it can just be a bit like... Like a slice of hovis. Yeah. Like a, a slice of hovis is not going to do it. Hovis best of both. <laughs> <laughs> the best of both worlds. <laughs> Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana song. Grammy winner. And it, I think... It's really good if it's like the bread's... I, think I feel like we would do it with bread that was kind of getting a little stale and that's a really good way to keep it going. Oh, you see, we would feed the ducks with the bread that's going stale. <laughs> well, we'd do that too. Yeah. We weren't so poor that we had to eat the stale bread, if that's what you're implying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm implying that. Or save it up and get, get more stale than make croutons for yeah, soup. exactly. Love it. I know you love a crouton. A crouton is right up, right up your street. Yeah. Okay, so what did you have to drink? To drink? I had an iced coffee, tasted like an ashtray, <laughs> <laughs> truly tasted like someone had taken an ashtray from a bar in the 90s, put it in a blender and then stuck some ice in it and given it to me. Yeah. A little splash of water. I had a coffee, a hot coffee that did indeed taste like an ashtray, although I enjoyed it. I have to say, ashtray coffee, it does remind me of smoking and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bitterness reminds me of have really my good old days when I was a smoker good old days oh, they really were the days okay so and I ordered pancakes extra crispy bacon some avocado the avocado came in a very elaborate dish for the avocado and was there anything else? I had an orange juice and I had the ashtray coffee as well lovely With a little what was that orange juice like? it was it was it was salt it was exactly what I thought it was going to taste like a bit like orange juice on a plane in the nineties. Ooh, yeah, like you peel in the in the little kind of cup. Yeah. Oh, I love those orange juices on a plane. Now we did get to go with some actual pies, so we're gonna have taste t- taste test those in a second. Clientele, what do we have going on today? Uh, kind of a, a steady mixture of like normal people, hipster people, and some of the kind of slightly offbeat people that were coming in and doing things in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that's what happened in the bathroom. When you talk about the bathrooms. It was very early two thousands concept. Yes, you, you were saying it was like a Cleopatra, Mist- Cleopatra, a mystique, mystique video. music video. Yes, it's very that kind of vibe. Very kind like of it, kind of du- glass gray industrial is the is the the words on the kind of mood board for that that kind of greeny frosted glass. Every yeah, year, everywhere. At the end, when I went to go to the bathroom again, I well, I'd had that ashtray coffee. When I went to the bathroom again, there was someone in there, in the male one, and you could see their silhouette, (laughs) Mm. and there was a lot going on. It was like they were changing into a coat of many (laughs) colours. I think there was was quite a few people in coats of many colours coming in and out of there. Yeah. We also had a guy walking in and out on a FaceTime call. That was really fun. Love when people do FaceTime calls with no headphones in public. I, I mean, I'm really... I really want to know what other people are saying on their calls. Yeah. Because most strangers' calls are so interesting. They need to be out loud. I do love when also people take just general calls on speaker, like they're on a reality show <laughs> and yeah. they have to be picked up by the mics. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you could just pop that straight to the old ear and have that conversation yourself. I know. I hate everyone. Do you rem- oh, we were saying that skiing. Do you remember when... People were worried about getting like brain tumors from phones. Yeah, what happened to that? I think we just other things just superseded that worry, and it's probably still true. Do you think maybe the phones zap that thought <laughs> from our head? <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, be careful. Uh oh, remember the Demon Headmaster? I loved the Demon Headmaster. I feel like that was a really early foray into like horror as a child of people of our age. It was really fun. Didn't he have like spiral kind of eyes? Yeah, about about this this like evil computer game that hypnotized children into becoming demons? <laughs> Prefects? I, 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 I can't, can't remember. remember. We didn't... Now, we weren't the most adventurous in the menu. I'm going to read some other things out. Butterscotch granola pancakes we could have had. We could have had... I don't even know what this is. Cheesy cornflakes and green onion pancakes. Excuse me? Cinnamon <laughs> strusel stuffed banana pancakes. Strusel, it says. All kinds of things going on. I see... Like spaghetti carbonara was in the menu. Oh, that's a tough dish for a brunch spot. We could have ordered peach halves, just peach halves. <laughs> I did see some. I did see a, a giant like what it looked like a cob salad coming out, and it was like it looked like a what in the, like a fruit bowl. Yeah, it was the size of a fruit bowl, piled high with like what appeared to be cheese, like processed cheese bits, and like big things of like ham. And you know, some someone somewhere is like. You're gonna get the cops salad at House <laughs> yes. of Pies. Where do you stand on, and I can never pronounce this correctly? Huevo, <laughs> hue, huevos? huevos Rancheros. Yeah. I love them. I can't handle them. Oh, I love them. What do you mean you can't handle them? I just think they're disgusting. Oh, I think they're great. Okay. Very tasty. Oh my god, there's a lunch and dinner menu as well. Yeah. Baked potatoes. <gasps> you could get a, get a baked potato sometime. Spud you like. Spud you like. What do you like? <laughs> That House of Pies, where do you stand on a sweet pie versus a savoury pie? Uh, so I would always go with a sweet pie because a savoury pie to me is mostly going to be meat-based in a, in a very British way. But I do like, obviously, like, vegetarian, you know, quiches and vegetable pies and that kind of thing. Although... Flans and tarts and... You did y- like the pie like... I made the other week. Yeah. What did I make what? you? Came over to my house for dinner. Oh, yeah, but I don't think of... Shepherd... Shepherd's pie is not a pie. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, th- I'm talk- I'm thinking like... Pastry crust with a filling. What about, though, so as kids, we used to get from the, the butcher a really good beef steak pie. <laughs> the butcher. The butcher. And it would be, like, really good bits of chunks of steak with gravy inside this pastry pie. And, you know, I think you'd really like it because the pastry used to go really flaky on top and then it was, like, gooey inside. I'd have to eat that without the chunks of steak. I'd eat the steak-flavoured gravy and the pie, but I don't, you know, I don't eat... But the steak was, like, steak. it was really, like, tender... Were you with brisket? No. Oh my God. Oh my. -hmm. Oh my God. I say it again. I say it again. Say (laughs) it. Say the words I heard you whisper. Now, I will say at House of Pies, we experienced a phenomenon that I've only ever experienced since since living in America, which is going somewhere where you are seated by one person, one person takes your drink order, another person brings the drinks, another person comes and takes a food order, another person brings that food, another person, we, I'd say maybe up to 10 people were involved in our experience at House of Pies. And, and no matter who you asked for something, it was the wrong person. Yes. Everyone was, I did feel bad. I, I said to you in there, I felt everyone seemed very harried. Very f- frazzled. Yeah. And I, I, i I always find it fascinating when you, kind of see behind the facade of a restaurant and you see people kind of being snippy with each other or things going wrong. I like when the system starts to kind of fall apart. It is quite fun to watch. Have you seen... So they're opening up a new house of pies in Venice. Have you seen... I sent you the... I sent you the, the thing of it yeah. once, Robert, because it looks like a... It looks like like the home of your dreams. Okay, can you just describe this visual? So it's kind of a, a, a brutalist kind of... It actually looks... You're not going to like this reference. It looks exactly like... Tony Stark's headquarters in the Marvel movies I that's did... basically what it is yeah it looks like a supervillain would live there yeah I'm up for that but where is this money coming from where is this house of pies it's money in a really from? strange location as well the it's one like, in Venice yeah it's like by this huge road I mean every, everything in LA is by a huge road but it's just like very like Ugh. yeah just like a, not the kind of I feel like the one we went to in Vermont you can sit outside and that Vermont is not the craziest street to be eating next to, but that one in Venice felt like it was on, like, essentially on a freeway. So most importantly, House of Pies, they've got pie. And we have some here. Let's do a little, uh... Should we do a little swap a room? Yeah. Okay. I have the... What, what was it? Cappuccino cheesecake? Cappuccino cheesecake! Yeah, and what have you got? I've got a cherry, but I'm going to let you do a bite first. Why don't you pass it over and I'll do a bite as well, and we'll do, like, a bit at the same time. That does not taste like coffee. It does. I can't taste any coffee. Mm. I think it tastes like buttercream. In the, the, do you not feel like that the aftertaste? Maybe it's because the coffee we drank there tasted like ashtrays, and the, the, the subtlety of real coffee in this, I'm not getting. I could just taste like buttercream. It tastes like I've just had a birthday cake covered in buttercream icing, which I like. Yeah. But okay. We should. I wanted more of a coffee hit. We should. I'm. I should read out some of the other pies that you can get there because there are lots. Fresh straw, fresh strawberry cream. There's a peach. There's a key lime. Southern pecan, banana chocolate, German chocolate, Bavarian chocolate, apple peach. The whole gang. Meringue pies, lemon meringue pie. I'll tell you if there's one word I will never ever ever submit to. What? In America, it's pecan. Pecan. I will never say pecan. Did I say? What did I no, say? No, you said pecan, pecan. as well. Pecan. I think pecan. pecan it's. It's, it's such a bonkers pronunciation. Oh, well, it's like garage and garage. Yeah. I'm like, stop trying to make things fancy, you yeah. dummies. Yeah, pee can, like a can that you pee in. Okay, I'm going to have the cherry, cherry pie. Now that. Oh, you into I it? I like. It tastes, it tastes like, I imagine, it sounds like a dumb thing to say, but an American pie, that's what I imagine it tastes like. Yeah. It's very tangy. Very tangy, a little bit artificial mm-hmm. in a nice way, kind of tacky. Literally the taste of something that's tacky, not the tackiness. Yeah. And also the the pie crust is quite flaky and well done on it, which I think is nice. Tell you what. It's not anemic. That with just one scoop of vanilla. Because mm. then you then you whisk, kind of like mix together mm. the cherry and the vanilla. Especially if you heated that up a little bit and then popped a little bit of uh, oh. vanilla ice cream with it. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. Very nice. I don't have any vanilla ice cream. I'm sorry. Damn you. Are we guzzling down those? The remaining of them. Later. Later in our break. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was House of Pies. Now, it begs the question, and really, the excuse for doing House of Pies was just so we could go have brunch together. Yeah. <laughs> and go somewhere, which was very nice. I would go back there as well. Yeah. Like that's like a solid diner spot to take, particularly for someone visiting. Yes. I was going to say, I haven't been to House of Pies since maybe the year that I first moved here. I think I went in 2019. Oh, wow. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Different landscape. How the world's changed. I know. Opposite that uh, CrossFit gym that I bankrupted, bankrupted. <laughs> that I held bankrupt. Do you want to tell the story? <laughs> I don't know, not at all. Okay. I'm the one who's against small business. I'm the one who's for big oil. <laughs> and yet you're the one bankrupting these small businesses. Well, but you know, there's you know, I do like biz- big business when it comes to, oh, like, Target. Target. <laughs> 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 I support big supermarkets and big business. Speaking of big business, yeah. I watched the movie Big Business the other weekend. I've never seen it before. I don't think I've seen And with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Oh, that's fun. Ben, it's really fun. It's (laughs) all set in, like, 80s New York. It's also fun saying big big business. business. So, it begs the question, what is the UK equivalent of House of Pies? I have an idea. Okay. (laughs) But I didn't know if you... I I was... Because I'm really accommodating. I was going to let you, you know, take the floor. I think I've told this story before, but there used to be this place in the Thistle Centre, a Scottish shopping centre in Stirling, actually where Egyptian grandma once crashed her car into the barrier of the uh, Marks and Spencers exit. Perfect. And then I think she was talking about suing Marks and Spencers. Yes, I was about to say, I'm fully on Egyptian grandma's side, I I, don't believe that it has anything to do with the parking. I think she also slipped in a Marks and Spencers once. Well there you go. I have told you before I think that she used to feed her cat, heated up, Marks and Spencers chicken. (laughs) Anyway. What happened to your arm here? Is this from skiing? I don't... I I think I did it. It was either the gym or I did it in the middle of the night. And it looks like a burn. A burn? Yeah, that one there looks just like a burn. You burn it on your straighteners. <laughs> burn it on your GHDs. <laughs> I'm a dolphin speak. <laughs> so at the Thistle Centre, there was the pancake place. Now, I used to go there with my mum mm. and as like a three-year-old, I would wolf down giant pancakes and the server would always be like... Oh, that child's eaten a lot. And For me, it's that kind of vibe. Well, to make it more national, what was that pancake place that's like a chain in London? Was it called Ye old Dutch Pancake? Is this, is, this, is this ringing any bells to you? Wait a minute, let's look this up. My Old Dutch, the original London Pancake House. <laughs> okay. I think it might have gone down the drain because I can't open it, but classic savoury pancakes it's talking about. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the UK. Yeah. I don't think I ever went to one. What, what? Tell me. What, what were they? I mean, it was just what you're saying. You would get pancakes. It just was a, the novelty was like pancakes anytime. time. Did Dutch eat pancakes? I have no idea about okay. the Dutch. But the I Dutch think connection. I like that European element though to it. Yeah, that really is sort of like, my old Dutch. My old Dutch. Really strange. So the UK equivalent of <laughs> house of pies. House of pies is <laughs> my old Dutch done. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back. We've done our US topic. Have some pies. Fraser's got the UK topic. I'm saying it in this curious voice, because I don't know what it is. Babes, what's going on? Do you know who would really enjoy a nice little pie? Where is it? Kimberly. It's our girl, Kimberly. Down with the rhythm on another beat. Oh, is that Princess Fiona? Kimberly Jane Walsh. (laughs) KJ Walsh. Yeah. Kimberly Jane Scott, Nay Walsh. Oh, so okay. she does have. She just goes professionally by Walsh, but she is Kimberly Scott. Oh, you got to change it, Kimberly Jane. <laughs> Kimberly, Kimberly Jane. Jane. Bring it back to the other side. Born on the twentieth of November, nineteen eighty-one, in Bradford, West Yorkshire. <laughs> she sure was daughter of John and Diane Walsh. <laughs> oh, you met John and Diane's daughter, Kim. She's got three siblings. Sally, Amy, and Adam. Sally, Amy, Adam. Sally, Ellie, Adam, Kim. <laughs> Down with the rhythm on another beat. So of course, Kimberly Walsh is one-fifth member of the girl band Girls Aloud. Is this your taxi? Do you know where the Sammy Ramas is? But today we're gonna to be looking at her as a as a singular figure. <laughs> Can I pitch something to you real quick? Please. This is Girls Aloud related. I was thinking for tour merch this year they should have band member t-shirt for each person. Mm. So for, I was thinking for Sarah, it could be walking prim, it could be yeah. her face with walking primrose or take a walk on the wild side. Yeah. For uh, Nadine, I want it to be a bit too long and I want it to say uh, like beautiful robots dancing alone. Yep. Kim, it has to be down with the rhythm on another beat. So yeah, in within Girls Aloud, Kim's kind of, Kim's whole thing was being very solid, consistent, I told you once how me and my friends, uh, me and Charlie and Shanina watched like a Girls Allowed. It was like a they went through all their music videos, like all in a row on like Vivo or something when we were just at someone's house. And we noted that throughout all of time, Kimberly looks the best if you if you don't go for someone who's taken a really big swing. So she's very safe. But because she's so safe, she kind of always looks the best in the music videos because she's not committing to like period-specific hair, period-specific mm-hmm. styles as much as the others. So she's kind of, maybe doesn't look as fun, but looks very, like, solid. I always think that's Emma Bunton as well. Yes, very much so. So the members of Girls Allowed did, did various things when the group went on a kind of a hiatus until dainty, recently. Dainty doll. Dainty doll, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dainty doll, Nadine's Irish Mist, <laughs> St. Trinian's, <laughs> X Factor USA. Yeah. Which I saw some people saying that, Cheryl's, Cheryl's hair is the same as Miley's was for the Grammys. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I still, for Halloween, want to do Cheryl from X-Factor USA. (laughs) So Kimberly has a few different things, but I just want to talk about just musically. So she actually has released an album a solo album. It's called Center Stage. Oh yes. And it's her doing all kind of musical theater covers because her roots were in musical theater and as we know on Passion's of Girls aloud, she went and performed in Les Mis with <laughs> <laughs> <Les Miers. laughs> When we've still got we still got to do Passions as we really enough. do. Maybe once we're done with Ashley Simpson both seasons, we'll uh, go do Passion's of Girls aloud. So her her center stage album. So it, it it was basically covers of songs from different musicals. So I will read you some of the songs from the track listing. One Day I'll Fly Away, which is that song that was kind of... One Day I'll Fly Away. No, this is from Moulin Rouge, but it's One Day I'll Fly Away is within that... I think it's in like the the love medley that they do in Moulin Rouge. Whatever. It, what, what song it, isn't in that? Exactly. But I know that she, she's done the whole song. So it's One Day I'll Fly Away, On My Own, from Les Mis, On My Own... I, surprisingly, as someone who de- doesn't like musical theatre, know, like, most of these songs. They're, I these guess are, they're, these are kind of the big... Yeah. The big ticket numbers. They're Somewhere from West Side Story, which I love that song. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. A song with Ronan Keating from the musical Once, which I don't understand, which is not a musical da- about, about, about Diana Dime Vickers. Vickers. <laughs> Something from Miss Saigon which worries me. Which was it called? I Still Believe. I don't even know that one. I Still Believe. <laughs> that's a Witty. That's a where I Carry Side. Uh-huh. Hushabye Mountain from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> and then a couple of other ones, but really notably is As Long as He Needs Me from Oliver. You really need to find that. Let's just have a little listen to that. Hang on. When someone needs. done a bit of a jazzy twist. I tell you what, it's like you walked right into a little jazz bar and Nancy, Nancy's not on the street, she's in the jazz bar. i tell you what, should we go to Pizza da, 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 Express? Da, da. One of the jazz nights at Pizza Express, one of those dough balls As long as he knows me. <laughs> I didn't hate that. No, it was it was, it was a nice twist. It was it's a fun twist. <laughs> I will say, I did find some pretty fun, a pretty fun video of her performing Defying Gravity from Wicked <gasps> at the Comic Relief at Comic Relief in 2013. Oh wait, we we have to hear the high note of that. Houses that, yeah, that wasn't it. Was a clever rendition because it yeah. was more like a easy listening radio two number version. Yeah. I will say that there's not many people that can make me be interested in listening to songs from musicals, but because I love our Kim, yeah, okay. I have a little dive into some of her musical work. I'm guessing you're building up to a certain solo <laughs> single she did release. <laughs> you need to just, t- just take a breath and relax, okay? okay? okay all right, all right. I've got this, I've got this planned out. So, yeah, so obviously. They, they followed her going into uh, being a cast member of... <laughs> she successfully auditioned for a role in Les Mis on that show. So did she actually get a role? I don't think so. And was But I love it saying that she became a cast member on it. So I think she was just in the chorus that says, she was allowed to sing an encore of On My Own in character. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to that one day. This is kind of acting and Western. I'm going to mix these together. I love that in 2010, this is something that I didn't... None of this hit me ever in 2010, that she landed a role in the live-action 3D family comedy film Horrid Henry the Movie. Oh. As the titular character's overactive cousin, Prissy Polly. Hmm. Like, pretty Polly. And for that, she in we did a cover of the disco song Everybody Dance by Chic. Uh, That's a wild co- wild cover of Everybody Dance. That sounds like it's from, like, a Ministry of sounds. Yeah, shapeshifters. Ex- exercise, like, DVD. <laughs> Where? Wh- why did that happen? There's, there's so many things like that on Kimberly's career thing. It's very... She's got quite a scattergun approach to to career path stuff. (laughs) Then I would say... Are we going to talk about another musical? I would say the the musical that, for some reason, we refer to the most is... So from October the 5th, 2011, through to May 2012, not a long run, but one that really stayed with us, she played Princess Fiona in the London production of Shrek the musical. (laughs) The announcement came after Amanda Holden announced her pregnancy in August 2011. (laughs) So she actually did a, a long run of that and she did Elf the musical after that. But it's very important that we talk about her work as Princess, Princess Fiona. If <laughs> you got a video or anything? Well, I do have, uh, there's actually, she has quite a string of uh, quite wonderful different performances in different mediums on breakfast television. And I do have her singing a song with uh, like two different, I think it's like a children's version and then come and have a look okay. at this. <laughs> Sorry. I found this great interview for some kind of to stage YouTube channel or something. I think that's the EPK, the electronic <laughs> press kit. Yeah, it definitely came in the EPK. And it's wonderfully filmed in her dressing room, clearly at the theater. There's a giant first aid box behind her. <laughs> Good echo. There's a, an open window and a radiator in view. <laughs> I'm just talking about being Princess Fiona. There's some great, like... Flashes to her in rehearsal on stage where she appears to be dancing with a, a, like an animatronic rat. Yeah. There's just a remote control rat that's just going around the stage. And then she talks about all of her tap dancing. I haven't done it since I was a kid to get to do it in the show. And then she just talks about getting tired. I like that bit where she's like, oh, I tell you what, this number's really tiring. It's 2010. She's like, I'm really really feeling my age. She's 30. <laughs> but our Kim's an old soul, Oh, you know? yeah. But Wait. At any point in Shrek the Musical, when she's playing Princess Fiona, is she green? I don't know. I mean, I I thought I was expecting like full, like ghill makeup and everything. Well, in Shrek, Princess Fiona is not a Shrek in the but, first one, right? Oh, I can't remember. I think she's a I think she's a, a a redheaded woman for the whole of the first film. But then she turns into a, a Shrek, doesn't she? I'm getting all my Shrek timelines a little confused. Oh, no. You know what song's on the Shrek soundtrack? I'm so excited. we were talking about. What? A long time, not so long ago. What? Smash Mouth? Somebody hey, wants gotta to. Me. Gotta... Oh, my God. Did I? I've definitely told you this, because for some reason, we've talked about All Star by Smash Mouth a million times, but there does exist a some footage of when CLC, Call and Charlie <laughs> and my friends went on holiday to Cancun when we were at university. Oh, God. And there is a... Recorded DVD of them swimming with dolphins that's set to All-Star by Smash (laughs) (laughs) Mouth. Like a very, like, a very mid-2000s, like, iMovie version of that. So it's like... And it's all like, it's basically like still pictures set to All Star by Smash Mouth. So it's like Charlie, like kissing a dolphin. It's like, somebody, <laughs> and it like flips around. We need CLC. We need that digitized. <laughs> we need the whole thing. <laughs> I've got a picture for you. Oh, there you go. So she does become a, a Shrek by the end of it. I think it must be the very end. Like when, when, That's like quick. That's some tough quick change. Yeah. It's a quick, yeah. Quick change makeup job. Okay. So she was successfully in Shrek the musical. Yeah, so she's done a lot of musical stuff. She was in Elf, uh, Elf the Musical. She was in Big the Musical. I remember we got sent a few pictures of her from the the tube station things, the past few years <laughs> of her in Big the Musical. That Stand, was in Standing Beside a Jam Piano. Two thousand nineteen. It, <laughs> it was her and Jay from The Wanted. Oh that yeah. He's written a book or something, hasn't He's- he? I'm really into him. He's also in 222, A Ghost Story now, the touring production. <laughs> it couldn't it all make more perfect sense. <laughs> I know, I watch his Instagram stories a lot. I'm very into Jay from The Wanted. He's really kind of my dream man. Anyway. My impression of Kimberly is just like my impression for of Gary Barlow. Well, you've just segued me so perfectly into <laughs> another little foray into music. Quite famously, you and I are obsessed with a performance she did of the song Like You Like... <laughs> with the english rapper agro santos on what was then known as daybreak (laughs) the tv show daybreak in the morning it's gonna give you a bit of backstory so this was the first track when she stepped away from from girls loud she was asked about it for OK magazine and this is her quote okay magazine asked her if she had any plans to do a solo album she says gosh i haven't got any plans to do that Gary Barlow signed Agro Santos and he asked me to sing Like You Like and, you know, I've done a song for the Horrid Henry film and I'm not sure about doing anything big on my own just yet. Uh, Kimberley, <laughs> can you do a song with Agro Santos? Yeah, 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 you have to do that head shake That's when you like do Gary. Little and when I do Kim, I keep my head realist still. I just, can you do, I say, I've just got oh, to right. Santos. Can you do a song with him? Should we do the phone call? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh is that Kimberly? Oh you, yeah. is that Gary? It's Gary here. Now listen, Kimberly. Well, I'm just doing that. Uh, getting ready for the Princess Fiore Shrek, how are you oh, doing? Love I love the live arts. All right, so I've just uh I've just signed Agrosantos. Wonder oh, if you yeah, could do a little him. song with him. Sorry, man, I'm a celebrity. No, oh, yeah. <coughs> Down with the rhythm of another beat. Come on, Kim. Alright, I'll do it. Like, you like. Bye. 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 <laughs> We just took a look at the Daybreak performance. Agro Santos, very good name. Much younger looking than I remember him looking. He looks about 21. Didn't realize that you could rap out of tune. I know. (laughs) He sounded quite terrible. I will say our Kim, looks wise and kind of style wise in this song, she's really being left out, like hung out to dry. I think she comes off, she comes out relatively unscathed from this quite terrible performance. She looks great. She's got the big, guzzle allowed hair. Yeah. She's giving it like she's acting like she's on stage at the O2. She's just like, I'm gonna just, but like, she's like, I'll scale this down for yeah, scale down, scale down O2. Yeah, more like an O2 dress rehearsal. Yeah, like you can't see in her face that this is quite as disastrous as it sounds. Yes. Oh, I grew as a nice guy. So I'll do the Fagari, Fagash breath. <laughs> that clip. <laughs> That clip is so strange. The what? fag-ash breath. fag breath. It's just such a wild thing to say to someone. <laughs> I don't know what's more offensive, says, You, your fag breath. <laughs> now, more importantly than anything, and whoa. this is where I want to kind of whoa, whoa, come whoa. to... So Kim's done a lot. So she's done musical theatre. She does a lot of hosting, you know, musicals, this, da 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 Girls, a lot of coming back. That's very important, too. However, nothing is more Kimberly Walsh Mm. than her partnership with Wix. Now, Wix the paint, Wix the candles. Which Wix? (laughs) Wix is the full thing. It's the (gasps) retail company. So it's essentially like she's the face of Home Depot. Oh, I'm doing a 360 deal with Wix. So, (laughs) So she... She d- she's done a lot of content for Wix, and I find a lot of it quite captivating. I decided to make my own cheese board this year because I can never find one big enough, and I'm really, really happy with how it turned out, and it was so easy. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> 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 what? So, in that video, she. <laughs> physically makes a cheese board as in like she gets a drill <laughs> and she drills handles onto like a piece of slate yeah and then did, i really loved the bit where they showed her writing on the cheese board and it said three cheddar, cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't go too fancy with my cheese and a really great shot of her presenting it to two fake friends from the ad she's like oh you go some cheese <laughs> oh thanks kim that looks great i oh, like cheddar oh you got cheddar <laughs> but look there's brie because it says it next to it <laughs> I'm not going to make you watch any other of the Wix content, but I will say there's a great video, if you're interested, from 2022 called My Basement Refresh with Kimberly Walsh, where she goes on about all the stuff that she's, all the building work that she's done in her basement. Okay, so we need to work out who is the US equivalent of Kimberly Walsh. One thing that did spring to mind is, do you know Jewel, she's become like a interior design architect type person? Ah, Interesting. I mean, that's not quite right for our Kim, but... It's, it's, it's about someone who was, it's like if, it's like if Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child also, I mean, she was Roxy Hart in Chicago, (laughs) but who wasn't? But it's, it's like, as if, as if she became like a spokesperson for Home Depot, that's kind of the, the crazy levels we'd have to go to, to try and compare them. It'd be either, either it, there has to be kind of a. A musical theatre, I think, is the big twist. I think it has to be someone who was a like, pop star who turned musical theater. Or a slight twist in that. What about like an Ashley Tisdale? Mmm. I have a wild person that doesn't quite make any sense. Okay, hit me. Reality show is what rose this person to fame. Uh-huh. They have a very cozy, friendly vibe, which works for television. Uh-huh. They have done music. Uh-huh. Very much so. Uh-huh. Is it Kelly Clark? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, and Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson is the face of fucking Wayfair. Wayfair. Okay, that's great, great. Well, there I, you go. Yeah, you can't argue with it. The U.S. equivalent of Kimberly Walsh is <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, Gary. <laughs> Well, well, thank you for listening, well, everyone. Well, well. <laughs> please rate and review us on the Apple Podcast. I'm yep. gonna sh- I don't think we've had a, a rating reviewing from Ruth yet. Ruth in the UK. All right, relax. We've got episode four. We've got episode four of the Ashley Simpson show coming out after this one. All I my know brain is works correctly. Our, our Ashley Simpson episodes come out every week. We're doing it, We're doing season one, but we're probably going to do season two as well. So you've got many weeks of this. Jeez. And please email us. Give us a shout on Instagram. And that's pretty much it. Just looking at Kimberly's uh, Wikipedia, I'm going to just read us out a couple of her other ventures. And that's going to take us out of the show today. Okay. Uh, August 2009, she was modeling for the clothing line New Look. Mm. Um, and, uh, she became an OK Magazine columnist in 2010. The column was called Kimberly Calls the Shots. Uh, she was named as the new face and hair of Schwarzkopf. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Walsh was named the face of Right Guard's Extreme Dry Range. Oh, yeah, I got quite sweaty on stage. But in 2017, she launched a kids' clothing line called Kimber's Kids. Aha, done. You're welcome. You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota and sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.